Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Sense Maker. Hello, I'm Basha, and this is Sensemaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. And today we're looking at Great Britain's great vaccination gamble. The government has rolled the dice and it's bet on one dose, not two. On Saturday alone, we gave nearly half a million jabs. And in the last week, two and a half million people have been vaccinated across the UK. It's a rate of more than 250 people a minute. That was the news yesterday, but there's still an argument raging. Remember, the vaccines were designed to be given in two doses, a first jab and then a booster three weeks later. The World Health Organization says that you can extend the gap to six weeks, but no more. But here in the UK, the government has decided to do things a bit differently. We're giving as many people as possible their first dose, and they won't get the second one for 12 weeks. The gamble is that giving more people first doses will save the most lives. We can give 14 million people some protection from coronavirus by the middle of February, that's the target, instead of 7 million people almost complete protection. The risk is that we just don't know how safe it is to wait three months for the booster. So a huge row has kicked off among scientists and doctors. So which side is right? The 9th of November last year already feels like a simpler time. We're going to bring you right up to date with our breaking story this hour, that announcement that trials carried out by the US pharmaceutical giant Pfizer and the German manufacturer BioNTech suggest they have created a coronavirus vaccine which is more than 90% effective. After months of suffering, finally there was hope. A vaccine meant you were much less likely to catch COVID, more than 90% less likely in fact. But a few weeks later, we all found out that, well, COVID had other ideas. We have identified a new variant of coronavirus, which may be associated with the fastest spread in the southeast of England. And there were warning signs that the rollout of the vaccine might not be as quick as we hoped. One manufacturer, Pfizer, had promised to deliver 100 million doses around the world by the end of last year. But then it said it could only come up with half that number. It looked like supplies of vaccines could become really scarce, so the UK came up with a new plan. We've had new advice from the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation that the first dose can protect people against the worst effects of this virus because the benefits kick in after two or three weeks. And so from now on, we will give a first dose to as many vulnerable people as possible with the second dose to follow 12 weeks later. When the government delivered this news in late December, with the new variant spreading like wildfire across the UK, the subtext was clear. We were in a race against time. Hold up. 
Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. At the heart of this debate is a question about what's known as efficacy. The Pfizer vaccine, one of the two main ones that we're using in the UK, has a 95% efficacy after two doses. So your risk of getting COVID falls by 95%. Pfizer also estimates that taking just the first dose reduces your risk by 52%. And then British government scientists did something a bit cheeky with those numbers. They took the data for three weeks after people had their first jab, basically up until they were supposed to have the second one. Then they ignored the evidence from the first couple of weeks and concentrated on just the third one. In week three, they reckoned a single jab was giving people 89% protection. That was enough for Chris Whitty, the UK's chief medical officer. By a process of relatively simple maths, you can think that if a vaccine is more than 50% effective... Uh, if you then do- if you double the number of people who are vaccinated over this very very risky period when there's uh, a lot of virus circulating and likely to be that you're overall going to get some substantial benefit but there's a big catch in Pfizer's trial everyone who got a first dose got a second one 3 weeks later they never tested whether protection from just the first dose lasts beyond 21 days they don't know and we still don't know for sure so Pfizer and BioNTech aren't sure, and a lot of scientists aren't either. The deviation that has been pursued by the UK government is based not upon a clinical trial as they confound us with, but what they did, they extrapolated and they assumed and they modelled from the Pfizer study. That's Herb Sewell, a professor of immunology at Nottingham University and, as you might be able to tell, a critic of the government strategy. What he's saying in a nutshell is that the government is taking what it knows for sure up to three weeks and assuming it will be true for a much longer time. He's particularly worried about doing that with the Pfizer vaccine because it's a brand new type. At least with the other vaccine, the Oxford one, there's a ton of evidence about how vaccines like that behave because there have been vaccines like that before. But here's the pushback to Herb Sewell's argument. Scientists like Chris Whitty point out that the Pfizer vaccine might be different in some ways, but in a really important way, it's actually very similar to the other types of vaccine when you get good immunity from one dose. They all have the same, essentially the same active component, what's called the spike protein, uh, and they seem uh, to work. So that is the reason why we think it is likely that this uh, is a reasonable thing to do. For the government, the pandemic is not a drill. It has to decide what to do here and now when vaccine supplies are really tight. On Sunday, the government medical advisor, Jonathan Van Tam, turned the decision that they had to make into a question. He asked who on the at-risk list should suffer slower access to their first dose so that someone else who's already had one dose can get a second. The government has thought about that and has taken a calculated risk that one dose will get the country further down the road to safety. They'll still be damned if they get it wrong. All we can do at the moment is hope that they haven't. 
Before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news. And we also make a weekly podcast, the Slow Newscast, where we tell one investigative story in depth. I host that too, and I'd love for you to download it and to give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker. Hello, it's James Harding. I'm Tortoise's editor, and I'm the host of The News Meeting, the podcast where three people debate which story should really lead the news. On the most recent episode, we were joined by the businesswoman and campaigner Gina Miller, who discussed obesity and people dropping out of the workforce. We also discussed Russia's push into northern Ukraine and the feud between Drake and Kendrick Lamar. To listen, search for The News Meeting on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts.